All right, everybody, welcome back to our training day podcast. I got my man, the beast, Joe Basso, who has been a complete savage in everything that he's done from the time he said hello to Family First Life up until today. He is constantly moving, constantly shaking, and understands profitability in a way that we all should. And so I wanted to get him on. We are we know today the convention starts. We are excited to be in Dallas, and uh, we're going to go through some best practices as well. But uh, you should listen in, dial in, because the information that's going to come out of this is going to really help you. Joe, my man, how you doing, brother? What's up, bro? I am fantastic. Thank you so much for having me on today. Excited to have you on. Um, obviously, we pre-recorded this, but we know what's happening in Dallas, Texas, Today, with the event kicking off, we've got a jam-packed speaker lineup. Um, and you know what's funny, Joe? I've been saying this for probably a week or so, but Club Shay Shay, <laughs> Shannon Sharp, <laughs> is going to be the keynote speaker here um, this week. And I've gotten more calls and texts since this Cat Williams interview went viral a few weeks back, and I'm sure we got him when the price was low because the price is definitely up. <laughs> but uh, we'll get into some of that stuff, Joe. I want to kind of get into, you know, your experiences at convention, some of the things that you've experienced going to events like this, how these events have helped you. Um, you came into this opportunity with a lot of business acumen, but you've learned a lot. You you ask a lot of questions. You talk to a lot of key players how to figure out what they're doing, how to, how to like, there's some, some key um, things that you do day to day, every day that people should be doing hyper speed here. I want to, I want to kind of extract some of that stuff from you. So I'd appreciate you if you can go into a little bit of how to take advantage of an event like this. Yeah, man. I mean, first off, today's the day we've all been waiting for since last year. Um, this particular convention is a special one for me because my first convention was three years ago, almost to the day. Wow. And that was really my introduction into the insurance industry. Not only that, it was, you know, February 21. If you, I know you remember, Mark, a lot of people listening would remember that was the year because of COVID. It was broken up into a bunch of different cities, yeah. and I just happened to be at the Dallas location. Ah. So this one, this one feels special ah. uh, because it's it's three years coming back to where it all began, and um, there's no doubt in my mind that convention, February 21, in Dallas, it changed my life in a lot of different ways. Um, I think back on, I've been thinking back on it as I've been kind of gearing up and preparing for, for this year's convention, man, I, I made connections and built relationships there that day, that convention three years ago that quite literally helped my brain, helped my mind, my mindset, the actual practical uh, part of this evolve hmm. and evolve quickly, evolve rapidly. I just was listening to, um, it was a, a podcast, but it was essentially a lesson that Jordan Peterson had taught. 
And he was talking about people that kind of excel at anything in life. And he said, it's funny, most people assume that it's their IQ that helps them to excel and get to the front of the pack. And he said, I'm not saying IQ has nothing to do with it. He said, but what has more to do with it than IQ is speed. Mm. He said, it's just common sense. If you can move quickly and you can move with efficiency mm. and, and, and you've got speed on your side, well, you're getting ahead. You're going to make tons of mistakes, but you're getting ahead of other people. Mm. And so I think I learned some of those things that that convention. And so, you know, this is a special one for me, Mark. I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty pumped about this convention and I think it's going to be pretty incredible. Yeah, man. I remember that convention, the 2021 Multiple Cities Convention. And if I recall, like you were like brand new. You were you were at a place where you were ready to gobble the information, but I think you were down there with like five or six people. Like it wasn't a lot of people, right? I I had brought five or six people, none of which were licensed yet. Right. It was literally I was brand spanking new. And so you didn't have a single licensed agent. And so <clears throat> that's that's amazing. I wanna I wanna hone in here because what made you go to that event? God's honest truth, Gabe Erickson made me go to that event. He, he hounded me and hounded me and hounded me and hounded me. And he was like, bro, you got to be here. You got to be here. You got to be here. And of course, you don't know what you don't know. Right. If you'd never been to the convention, you've been to other sales trainings, right. which, you know, sometimes you might have a negative feeling about <laughs> uh, sales conventions or sales trainings. Right. And you really can't put into words all that this convention is going to do for a new producer or even a seasoned producer, agency owner. Uh, and so, you know, Gabe had called me probably two months before and said, hey, we're going to convention. He didn't ask, hey, we're going to convention. <laughs> I was like, we are? Uh, uh, <laughs> I was like, I don't know, bro. I got a lot going on. <laughs> I, I assume that would be your answer. Uh, but I was I was actually thinking that you might have that you might have said, "All right, we're going. I want to hear this." <laughs> oh, I was like, "I don't know, bro. I got a lot going on to take three days away from my wife and son. Uh, you know, I got you know, you know this, Mark. I had another uh, you know successful business that I'm running and and it's rolling, and we're trying to get that back on tracks after after COVID." Right. I was like, I don't know if I can take three, four days out of my, and he's like, bro, you need to, you know, Gabe, you can hear him saying it. He's like, bro, you need to. And I'm like, all right, man, well, uh, let me see what I can do. Maybe I'll come down for a day. A day two. And uh, you know, Gabe is a goat because Gabe, Gabe will just chisel at you, man. Like that's why Gabe is so good. He's a beast. You know, he's you know, that. Yeah, he's, he's a beast. He's, 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 a, he's, he's amazing at that, bro. Yeah. And uh, before you know it, my flights are booked for the entire convention. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you know, Airbnb, Gabe ended up staying with me. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, that was huge, man. I'll, I'll never forget. I'll never forget walking in and seeing the amount of people that were there and excited to be there. Uh, and then watching the people on stage. And there were so many things that impacted me at that first convention for me, but I don't think anything impacted me more than the, um, the sheer volume of people that were top producers, that were building agencies, that were, they were making real money, mm. real money. And I'm, and I'm watching these people 
And this is not a negative. This is a positive. They were all average Joes. Don't get me wrong. Right. Some of them are massively sharp sure. in their own right. Yeah. But, I, but you're looking around, and I think this is the most <laughs> powerful part. Yes. When you look at volume, we say volume cures all, and volume cures all in all kinds of ways. But in, in terms of convention, volume curing all, I, I thought to myself, there is no <laughs> stinking way that this many people are winning here, and I can't win here. Right. And I hope that anybody that's showing up today to convention, 2024, dude, I hope that's the that's the thing that you take away. Mm. Because there is nobody that's special on that stage. Nobody. Every one of them, they wake up just like you, put their pants on, brush their teeth just like you, deal with the same anxiety, same fears, same struggles, mm. same insecurities. And the difference is, some people know how to mask those things and overcompensate those things with work ethic. And you beg, you borrow, you steal, you copy and paste other successful people. And dude, my pastor always says, Rome was not built in a ah. day, but Rome was built every day. Ah. And so you start building Rome every single day, brother. And before wow. you know it, you know, three years later, you're showing up to convention in a much different position than three years ago. That's a that's a game-changing statement. And uh, when you were down in Dallas three years ago, and even the consecutive years after that, because your business has grown every single year. I mean, and so you've taken stuff out of convention every year, and you've built those relationships that you've built, you've tapped into those relationships every single year. If you're down at if you're if you're here in Dallas with us today, and over the next three days, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, what should I be what should I be looking to do to get the best out of this event? I think there's there's a couple things, right? Number one, this is a very cliche saying now. It's everywhere, but it's I think sometimes, Mark, if we make the mistake, we hear something so often that it almost takes away from the truth, but it shouldn't. Right. Uh, if you hear it all the time, we should actually put more emphasis on it. Right. They say, you know, your network is your net worth. Mm -hmm. um, man, you cannot possibly overemphasize the importance of networking in business. It's, it, it, you, it is the number one thing that will bring you future growth. Because, man, if you think that you're the guy, you're the girl that has to come up with every new idea and you have to pioneer every original thought, man, you're going to struggle long term. But when you can network with other intelligent, sharp people that are building things, and what's cool about our company is we're all building parallel companies. Doesn't mean they're all the same. They're not clones, but they're parallels. Mm. And so what you can glean from other people that are steps ahead of you, some are right side by side you, maybe some are even behind you volume-wise, but, but they're doing something better than you. If you can piggyback on what other people are doing and, and grab thoughts and ideas mm -hmm. and experience, bro, you save yourself years and millions of dollars. <laughs> so you time and money. Um, so <laughs> it's the truth, right? right. So... For us, you know, 2023, you know this, we've talked about it before. This was the year of profitability. Mm. So the first two years, it was volume, volume, volume. 
This year was, hey, we're still focused on volume, mm -hmm. but we're really hyper-focused on not just our profitability, but ensuring all the agencies on our team are profitable. Sure. So, you know, I'd say 2023 was our most successful year yet. That's amazing. Um, what we're doing in 2024 is going to be unbelievable uh, because we've all learned a lot. Yeah. We've all learned a lot along the way. Mm -hmm. um, and so you're coming into convention. You should be thinking, all right, who's doing what really well? Right. And get with that individual. Get with those individuals and ask very specific questions. Right. Like, don't just don't don't come up to, you know, one of the goats, Mark Mead, and, and just shoot the breeze. Ask very specific questions. Mm. Now, Mark, you and I are I would consider us incredible friends. I think we're lifelong Amen. friends Amen, that, you know, we'll do lots of incredible things together. But our first five, 10 conversations mm. were not you and me talking about sports right. or life. Right. Or, it was very we're intentional. In. We're talking about yeah. Business building blocks. Does <laughs> that make good, sense? Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's what I'm that's what I'm focused on. If I'm a new agent or any agent coming to convention, what can I glean that I can take and implement in my own business to grow my business, grow volume, grow profitability? And so you are one of the best at profitability, and I wanna I wanna kind of transition into that a little bit. Um, because agent, listen, you won't ever, there will not be another year that goes by where the word profitability is not being talked about at real scale, which I think is amazing because we are, we do own businesses <laughs> and, and by the way, a profitable <laughs> business makes sense. <laughs> and so we're all yeah. business owners rolling into Dallas. You should be thinking about profitability. Um, there's a short term profitability game. There's a long term profitability game. Right. The short term profitability game, Joe, we're trying to stay alive. I'm trying to learn a lot. I'm trying to learn a few things that will keep me alive as I'm as I'm trying to scale revenue, trying to scale my business without going out of business. We're making a little bit, making some trying to figure that out. But profitable, the long term profitability game you've mastered. Can you talk to us about some of the building blocks, some of the tools that you've put in place to create the kind of profitable, profitable business that you have? With uh, with in depth, as well as the the um, the way you train and the way you hone in on people making money. Yeah, absolutely. Um, first off, we're all independent business owners, right? So uh, when I get going, I know this about myself, Mark. I, I speak a lot of things as if they're fact because that's the way my brain works. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I have to believe something is a fact for me to get behind and get passionate about it. Right. So I understand before I even get started on this topic, you might be doing things completely differently than me. And if it's working and you're profitable and your people are profitable and they're winning, keep doing what you're doing. Uh, I'm just going to tell you what we've done uh, that has worked really well for us, uh, which is, you know, a few different things. Number one, systems and structures need to be concise and efficient. Super, super simple. Uh, so that anybody can replicate it. Like, so that, that is, for me, uh, one of the, the core building blocks of our entire business. I want to be able to recruit uh, and go after a successful business owner, an entrepreneur in their own right, man or woman that has real experience and, and wants a profitable business in the life insurance space and be able to say, hey, here's, here's 
what we've done. Here's our standard operating procedures on recruiting, on contracting, on onboarding, on training. Here's the manual, and let me walk you through it. Come to one of our offices. Come, come fly out to New Jersey. Come to our Indiana office. We're going to show you what these SOPs look like mm. in real life. So I think for us, that's key. I don't care, Mark, people listening in, your standard operating procedure does not have to be what ours is, but it should be some, you should know exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. And you should be able to clearly articulate and share the vision and teach anybody coming into your business how the 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 simple infrastructure, like the structural items in your business work. Does mm -hmm. that make sense? Yes. And I think that's like a big box you got to check off. You're like, how does that relate to profitability? Well, if you don't have those systems and structures in place, you're spending your time and way more of your time mm -hmm. with every single independent business owner coming to your business, explaining these things in long form, when in reality, if you have it dialed in so well where it's copy and paste, that's going to free up time, bandwidth, you can actually go make money. Yep. You can do the things that make your business money. So I think that's key. And we spent uh, quite a few months in the beginning making sure our infrastructure and foundation was in good shape. Yep. Um, I think that's helped, right? Not, it's not per perfect, but it's 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 in a good place. So I think from there, teaching people the proper way to actually carve out their business. Profit isn't a dirty word. I, I get very frustrated when people <laughs> act like profit is a dirty word. Um, man, nothing gets me more upset because <laughs> like you just said. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not joking, man. It really bothers me. Um, business, and, and if you don't know this and you're listening in, you should like underscore this like a thousand times. Like your teacher used to make you do when you spoke out too much, you got to write something a thousand times on the chalkboard. Like this, this is key in any business transaction. Business is nothing more than an exchange of value. That's all that it is. Mm -hmm. I don't care what, uh, situation you're in in business, whether it's an affiliate situation, whether it's a partner situation employer, employee, independent contract, it's nothing more than an exchange of value. Mm. And so if I've got agents coming in and they're reaping, I don't know, Mark, I think at this point we've spent almost $4 million on our business in the last three years, mm. just on infrastructure. Right. So if I've spent $4 million to get our business in the place that it's in, and somebody's going to come in and reap all the benefits of that, and they also want to squeeze it to the place where I have zero profit off of their team. I'm not interested in with that person. <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> too much. Too much sense. <laughs> so. <laughs> Here's, here, here's what I'm getting at. If I can clearly articulate the value exchange that someone is getting by working with me and my team, and I can clearly articulate the value that you're going to bring working with our team, and I can clearly articulate how that exchange will grow over time, what that exchange will pivot to and look like over time. Man, proper expectations set up for long-term relationships. Improper expectations, mm. they fail every time. The relationship fails 100% of the time wow. with improper expectations. So we've been able to kind of dial in 
and set and say, hey, this is what you can expect from us, and this is what we will expect from you. If we don't deliver on what we're promising, you have every right to be upset and call us out on it because we're going to do the same for you. Mm. And again, you're thinking, how does this relate to profitability? This is the game for profitability. If you don't understand these basic value exchanges and how to clearly articulate them, you have no basis to build a profitable business, especially in an independent contractor world. Does that make sense, Mark? It does. It makes a ton of sense. When you can do that and you could clearly explain that and teach that and transfer that knowledge clearly, not just to your directs, but also to the layers in your business, you say, well, what's the number one key to maintaining a long-term profitable business? Here's my answer to that in short. I've got to make sure all the IBOs in my business are profitable. It's not good enough if I'm profitable because, bro, if I'm just profitable at the quote-unquote top of the hierarchy and all the middle managers and IBOs in the middle are not profitable, they're going to go elsewhere. I promise you they will go somewhere else where they can become profitable. Make sense? Yes, sir. People, there's, there's a real thing called burnout. So I've got to transfer that knowledge and teach people how to build a profitable business from day one with the right foundation, the proper systems, structures that they can piggyback on that we've already spent millions of dollars on. Yeah. That's part of the value exchange. That's part of them becoming profitable. And if they maintain profitability long-term, of course, I maintain profitability long-term. And there's no reason for those relationships to sour. Right. Does that make sense? It does. That's very clear. Very clear and articulated well. Um, man, it's like it's like business in a box, you know? And I think that people can really listen in and, and, and get a clue on how important systems and processes and infrastructure is. Because when you have the right foundation, Joe, the house can last for hundreds of years. But if the foundation is all shaky and rocky, then if it's if it's not a firm foundation, it, it can it can be blown away by any small thing that takes place. And so what you clearly articulated is how firm your foundation is and how a firm foundation creates profitable profitability for the business and profitability for everyone inside the business. And that's very important in our business, very important. Because nothing's better than winning with a bunch of people winning. That is like the game. That is our game. At our best, that's our game. Winning and a bunch of people are winning too. Not everybody's winning because some people won't do the effort, the work, the what it takes to win. But the people that are willing to, to work and do, do the things that are necessary are winning. And it's, it's, it's amazing to see sustained winning success. And that's what you represent, brother. Bro, I appreciate you saying that. Uh, I feel I could say that to you uh, as well, and that's huge. That's why we get along so well. Um, you make a great point there, and I'll reemphasize it. Not everybody's going to win, but the, you should have a system and structure that the winners, the people that are actually going to work and doing the right things and are coachable, they're showing up, they're showing out. If the winners can win and win big, everything else is fine. Because uh, if you're not willing to show up and go to work, 
you're not going to win anywhere else either. Does that make sense? 100%. And so our business creates the opportunity for anyone who wants to go to work and follow simple systems. And the cool thing is, is we're at a scale right now, Joe, where, you know, the systems are out there. Like you, 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 the, the processes are out there. So if they're looking to, to grow and they want to they wanna join a dialed-in team, Joe, how do they find you? I mean, we're very easy to find. Find us on social, 320Life. Uh, you could also just call me or text me. A lot of people just call me or text me, and I'm always available. 419-860-4928. I would love to hear from you if you want to join a winning team. And winning you are. I mean, at the end of the day, if you didn't hear winning in this podcast, you're deaf. So, Joe, I appreciate you for sharing. Thank you for the the nuggets on convention, how to master it. Um, It's going to be a jam-packed weekend, folks. Stay dialed in. Stay locked in. Find the people you need to find. Come with your hierarchy of questions, the things you need to know to get to your next three to five levels. And, Joe, you, you killed it today. So thank you so much for all you do, man. Love you, bro. Love you too, man. Thank you for listening, guys. God bless. Let's make it a big weekend. Take care. Thanks, Joe.